Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Styers, and I'm here with my sidekick, Brad. We're here to talk love and relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Welcome to our live podcast. This is the first time we have ever done a live podcast, and so we are, of course, very excited to be here doing this with you and excited that all of you came out to join us. I also wanted to thank our sponsors for the event, uh, Spa in the City and Stonebriar Country Club. Sprinkles Cupcakes brought us yummies. We are very, very excited to be here and have such a great evening planned for all of you. Okay, everybody, it's the Lovability Podcast Party! That was my best Oprah impression, so. And Brad is our entertainment for the evening, clearly. Oh, God. Okay, hey, so. Hey, real quick before you start, how about Albernay's hosting the party? How sweet is this place? Okay, okay. let's do Can I go this. now, Brad? Yeah. Okay, so welcome, everybody. My name is Jennifer Styers. for those of you that don't know me. And this is my sidekick, Brad. I don't know. He... He came up with Sidekick. Um, How come I didn't get as many applause? <laughs> oh, that's later. Uh, so the, the Lovability podcast, I wanted to give you guys just a little bit of history on it. The reason that I started it is most of you know from Facebook that I do a lot of posts on relationships, and we started having these really amazing conversations. And I wanted to be able to bring the conversations live so that we could all discuss, have conversations with each other, and we could talk about the things that you guys are dealing with out there. So um, this is kind of neat. My history is I've been a relationship counselor for like 25 years. Uh, I've aged myself. I realize that. But, uh, but I started a matchmaking service about seven years ago. And... When I got into matchmaking, I think I had a very idealistic view on love. I still do. Don't laugh, Brad. I still do. I was going to say, she, right after that, she started that she wanted to lay in the street. <laughs> Is he drinking? <laughs> okay. So, uh, so when I got into matchmaking, I started seeing and hearing the things that you guys are talking about out there. It's not easy. It's a crazy world. And the things that are happening probably shock me daily. And you guys know it because I'll call you out on it. You'll tell me something that happened and I'll go, no way. No way that happened. So, uh, so I'm learning every day. We're learning and growing together. So what I want to say about the podcast is that it's, um, it is evolving um, as, we, as we move forward. And this is not just my podcast. I want you guys to think about it as yours too. Um, I want you to participate today, and I want you to be a part of it as we move forward. It's really important to me. Um, I wish I could see y'all's faces. These lights are like drowning me out, but it's really important to me that we, uh, we move forward together and that your feedback helps me and gives me tools and fuel to teach more, okay? So, um, so today, we just wanted to do something kind of fun and special for you guys, and that was do a Q&A. So, so I couldn't possibly come up with as many topics as you guys give me. You guys are always giving me topics. Um, so I wanted, I wanted to just do a Q&A with you guys today and find out what you guys want to know. What do you want to know 
Uh, okay, in who's got a question? Two questions. And Brad's going to go around with the microphone, so uh, I will we can hear you. Someone. And so Kelly and Alan are here. Uh, they are. Uh, they also have a podcast, A Sandwich and Some Leaven. And they're on the same network as myself. So, yeah, I know theirs is great, too. I don't know if you guys have had an opportunity to listen to it, but uh, it is also real-life stuff. It's like their life, their marriage. They have the coolest story. We're going to be doing a podcast. I'm going to be doing a podcast with them in, like, two weeks where we're going to tell their love story, which is beautiful. They met on Bumble. So online dating does work. Uh, I know many of you have been on the journey with Kelly anyway, so you kind of knew that. Okay. But, uh, but we're going to be talking about their love story in a couple weeks. But uh, anyway, so make sure you say hi and get pictures with them. Uh, okay, so questions. All right, I think we have a question right over here. So just tell us your name and your question. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Beth. It's Beth. <laughs> okay, question. Online dating, you just mentioned it, and I know some people have good luck with it. Okay, with girls, I think we get more messages than guys. And right off the bat, sometimes guys will, very first message, they want your phone number. And I'm not comfortable giving my number out. At what point should we be able to say, okay, let me give you my number? Because usually I say, I'm not comfortable yet. Let's meet, and if I'm comfortable, then I'll give you my number. Is that, like, weird? Because I get the vibe that that's weird nowadays. What, that you want to wait to give your number out? Yeah. Well, I think first and foremost... Online safety is important, so you don't want to give any of your personal information out until you know that you're safe with somebody. And um, it is important, though, statistically, to get your online conversation offline as quickly as possible, but not until you know the person, okay? We'll mingle after, I promise. There's plenty of time. We have another question. Okay, good. What's the worst pickup line you've ever heard somebody use oh god i had a guy tell i had i didn't have a guy tell me this but one of them that he used was get in the car <laughs> what get in the car that's, that's not a pickup are you line. sleepy because you've been walking that's through like, my dreams i don't you know what i don't i don't know the answer to that i think we, that the better answer for that would be to ask people out here that are getting the pickup lines, who has a who has a good pickup line? What's the worst pickup line y'all have gotten out there? Oh, so what's your worst one? Since you, since you asked the question. I've, I've got a really good one. Oh. I had a gentleman tell me that I was almost as hot as his sister. <laughs> he must have been from Alabama. <laughs> I know I'm gonna get in trouble, sorry. I'm from Georgia, I'm allowed to make those jokes. I'm just... So, um, so I have a friend of mine that uses this one. So ladies, if you ever run into him, you'll know exactly who he is. He says, if he's in a crowd of people and you're walking by, he'll go, there she is. And you turn around and go like me. And that's his pickup line. Like, you know him and it stops women all the time. I watch him do it all the time. It's good. It's good. He's good. Yeah. So if you ever hear that run, cause he's good. We got another question. Hold on, I'm gonna come on this side. Okay, what is it? Um, for people who are doing online dating, sometimes it's like there's a first date and then nothing follows up, even if you thought it was an awesome date. What's your uh, tip for securing that second, third, fourth date? From a girl, Good what's question. the tip to securing the second date? 
you know what? And and this is just me because I'm a girl also. I think that's a man's job. If, if there's going to be a second date secured, a man's got to do it. And so we just had this uh, discussion on social media the other day uh, because somebody, one of the men in our podcast, when we asked the men... Why are you um, looking at me? It, can you hear me? Um, when we asked the men about this, one of the guys had decided that if he didn't like a girl after a first date, he just wouldn't call her. He said, well, if I don't get in touch with her, she'll know that there wasn't a connection. His exact wrong. words were, she'll figure it out. She'll figure it out. Yeah, wrong, right? So so men, men, men in here and everywhere, um, communicate with a woman. If you want to see her again, tell her. You don't have to make the date that night, but a woman wants to know you're interested. So you want, to, you want the man to say, um, I would love to see you again or I'll be in touch, you know, let's do this again sometime, because at least then you know that there's some interest. If you're not getting that, ladies, if you're not getting it from the guy, I would honestly, I would tell them you had a great time and just wait. It is not necessary for you to, to make the date or to, to say that you wanna see him again. I personally, I, I know it's women's liberation time, but you know what? If you start setting that bar at the very beginning so low that and show and make him think that he doesn't have to court you and come after you, uh, then you're you're basically training him poorly at the very beginning. So I would just allow the man to lead. And if he doesn't, then he's not the man for you. But this is a really good question. I thought it was interesting too, because during that discussion, one of the guys said, you asked. Well, if you're interested, when do you when do you communicate? And they were like, oh, immediately, before I get home. I sent them, and I said, and if you're not interested, well, he goes, oh, a couple of days, maybe three, four days. And I was like, well, why is there double? If you're not interested, let her know the same time frame. He said he wanted to think about it and make sure he wasn't making a mistake. Yes, it was malarkey. Yeah. I personally, so guys, can you can you guys hear me? How many of you guys, all you have to do is clap. If you're interested in a woman, if you're interested in her, and you want to see her again, how many of you would make it known on the first date that somehow, some way that you'd want to see her again? Please clap. Guys. That was, that was sad. That was sad. Okay. So those of you that didn't clap, what would you do? You just, you're just going to be a mystery? Yeah? <laughs> we have another question. Okay, so I agree with you that the guy should make the first move. But if he doesn't, and you're interested, is there a way of being kind of a little coy, but still showing interest without saying, hey, let's go out tonight? <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't ask a man out. Get in the car. Although, although <laughs> men would probably say it's okay to ask him out, but but I do think women, men need signals. Men want signals from us, right? So buying signs. So catching eye contact is the most important thing. Make eye contact with the guy. If you're interested, smile at him, right? Smiling, making eye contact, letting him know you're available for him to come and talk to. Because they, men do get shy, 
Men do get shy and they want to know that they're going to have, they're going to be welcomed. They don't want to be turned down. They're turned down all the time by beautiful women. So uh, it's true. It's very, very true. So you want to just make yourself approachable and, uh, and let the guy, let the guy take it from there. If he doesn't, he's not worth it. So I have found that mo kind of piggybacking on what she had said about the, you know, getting back in touch with you to know if you're interested or not for a second date. I have found that men like to play a game with you to see, oh, is she going to text me first or am I going to text first? I'm a little old fashioned. I like the men to come after me. I want to be pursued. And I just feel like chivalry's dead. Like, do men have that anymore? Yes. <laughs> I don't even want to, I don't even want to start with you. Oh, give me a break. You because know I open doors, pull out chairs. Oh, you, you still do that. that. But I'm going to say this, and here's where the biggest problem is today. This is the biggest problem today. Technology. Because everybody has a different idea about what they should and should not be doing. And this whole idea of when should I text somebody? How quickly does somebody respond to my text messages? How long did they wait before they text me back or text me the first time? This is leading to crazy, absolute craziness. I'm gonna tell you as a matchmaker, I get these, I get these questions like, oh, I haven't heard from him in you know, a day or I haven't heard, I text him back earlier and haven't heard anything, or he hasn't asked me out for the weekend and it's already Wednesday. For goodness sakes, let a man and a woman move at the pace that they're gonna move. Cell phones aren't new, but nobody really knows, there's no etiquette out there, there's no basics out there. If you have a comfort level, communicate it with somebody on a first date or a second date. Let them know if you prefer texting or if you prefer prefer phone calls and let them know, you know, if it's a pet peeve, you could make a joke about it on a first date that it's something that bothers you is when somebody doesn't communicate with you on a regular basis, right? No, I, I remember us talking about this with the guys and the guys were like, well, I don't know this and how she does that. And I said, why don't you just ask? I mean, one of the first questions I ask on a first date, if it's going well, is are you a texter? Or are you a talker? Just ask. Yeah. It's not that hard. And then you find out immediately. Well, I prefer a phone call every now and then, or I, you know. I, th I think also know. one of the things I'm learning too is generations um, come into play here because th that's Tommy over there. He's my producer. And he's been fun for us when we go and record our podcast because he's a millennial. And he's like, everything that we do is completely different from what Tommy does. Okay, and so, so it has been a learning experience for me. Like I'm enjoying it. So, uh, so, no, yeah, so there is, there are differences in generations, which might be another reason why we want to date within our own generation as well, age-wise. All right, we have another guy question. It, okay. All right, let's just get to the deal breakers. What's your deal breaker? There you go. Deal breaker. My deal breaker? Are you What's asking me out? What's your deal breaker? I don't know what the question is. What's your number one deal Kenny, breaker? What's the question? What's the number one deal breaker? What's the number one deal breaker yeah, for women? That you hear mostly. Oh. Yep. For I think for both men and women, right? Okay. Biggest deal breaker I think is communication. 
I think the communication thing is is confusing for everybody. Nobody knows what the rules are. Everybody has their own idea about what the rules should be. And we need to put our own, our own agenda aside when we go out with somebody. And I'm going to say this on a first date, guys. So um, I think having expectations on a first date is something that everybody needs to put aside. If at worst you're meeting your best, a, a new friend, right? You're meeting a new friend. Take the expectation away of what you think it should be or could be. Um, it's not your next husband or wife sitting across from you. And don't pick the person apart. I think that's another thing that people do on first dates is they look for what's wrong with that person instead of looking for what's right. And I do find myself coaching people on that a lot. Find what's good with somebody and not what's wrong with them. Okay? You've also, you've also talked a lot about, you know, you have a list, you have some wants, right? Some wants and some needs. You, you talk about that a lot. But at the same time, you also talk about on first dates, just go have a first date. Just go enjoy the moment. Just go see what happens, right? And, right. and not walk in there with this list and checklist. Just go enjoy dinner. But if you do have a checklist, so Brad was saying don't go in with a checklist, but if you do have a checklist, at least in your mind you can be not checking off again what's wrong, but finding the things that where they meet your, your needs. I don't think anybody's going to ever fit you, some people's lists perfectly, especially since so many people's lists are unrealistic. Okay, so... But we want to go in with as much of an open mind as possible and, um, and kind of put the list aside and just enjoy your time with that person, right? This table right here is awesome. They've got like five okay, questions already. We're going back for another one. And they're one. pretty, so that helps. Uh, let's talk about sex. Isn't that a song? I know, it I know. Is. I was thinking Let's talk thing. about sex, baby. Uh, okay, really though, people, and I talk to my girlfriends a lot about this. Do you have to coach people, or when you do coach people, what do you tell them when it comes to sex on the timetable? Because you know it's in the back of everyone's mind. You hear from your mom that says, if you give it up too quickly, he's never going to call you again. You hear the whole women's liberation. Do it, whatever, it feels good. So what do you tell, what do you tell men and women when it comes to having sex? I personally, again, believe that people should wait. And I'm going to tell you because I talk to guys. I talk to the guys that go there too fast. And this is what they tell me, ladies. Whether you believe me or not, this is what they tell me. They tell me when they go there too quickly with you, then the relationship becomes all about the sex every time you see each other instead of getting to know you. And then what happens is then the guys don't want to break our hearts, right? They don't want to break our hearts now. So they have a hard time breaking up with women if they've already crossed that line. So you need to wait and allow that relationship to unfold. And I can tell you the women that are jumping into relationships and sex too quickly, they're the ones that are coming to me going, I don't understand why I can't keep a man. I don't understand why he doesn't call me back. I don't understand why we only have a few dates and then he disappears. That's why. Because a man thrives on challenge. A man thrives on a challenge. And we've, we've got to find a way, ladies, to be women and to give a guy 
that femininity and to give him that love, but to also have boundaries, right? And to also have boundaries with what we will and we won't do. So we teach a man, and guys, you kind of teach women, not really, but um, we really teach men how to love us, and, and we need to be willing to hold out. And I will say this for the women that hold out. The women that hold out end up getting in predicaments with guys because now guys expect uh, sex on a first date because they're getting it somewhere else. And so the women that aren't giving it up then go out with a guy and she's like, I'm not doing that on a first date, not even close. And then the guys go running because guess what? They have somewhere else they can get it, right? But guess what? They're gonna come to you for sex and they'll go somewhere else for their relationship. So wait, hold out. Sex and intimacy is so much more fun when there's an intimate connection between two people. That's my old-fashioned dinosaur version of what you should do. I know some of you modern ladies disagree. Well, I think some of the other things you've talked about in your social media and also in the podcast is it also completely changes the dynamic of the relationship immediately. That night, everything changes. So coming from a guy's perspective, how does it change everything that night? Well, because I think then it's a whole deeper connection, right? That you've gone to, hey, we're hanging out, we're having a good time, we're getting to know each other, to, hey, this is now serious, we've shared something, and now there's a deeper level in her especially, I think, and that's not being chauvinistic. That's the emotional tie that I think females have. Women chemically do bond with a man when they have sex. That is true. Well, you hope so. Yeah. So this is funny. You guys know I do some stuff with Match. Um, I do some stuff with Match. And so their scientists have given me a lot of information about sex and the brain. And Match is going to tell me that people are having sex on first dates now and it bonds them together. And I just call BS on it. I'm sorry. I don't know who's doing the research, but I don't, I don't believe it at all because it, it does connect us. And then it hurts more if they don't call back. Then it hurts more if, they're, uh, if we don't see them again. It's so great to see your face. Okay, I think we had another question over here. Had a friend that we had, were set up through mutual friends, and I was hanging out with he and some of his guy friends, and uh, they had a code where it's the four-date minimum. And I laughed. I was like, really? So if they don't, if a, if a female doesn't, whatever, in four dates, they move on. And um, I started laughing. I'm like, wow. I go, hmm. If you move on that quickly and you're not intimate with them, then they're not looking for their, I mean, a relationship. Any I mean, it's such a cop man, out. And I laughed at their conversation. But, but yeah. men, I mean, that's truly. Not any, all, I mean, girls any grown girls. man with a code is, is not a grown man. <laughs> These were 50-year-old men yeah. sitting there, talk, or 55, saying that. And I'm like, are you got to be kidding me? Because I've gone out with your friend 10 times, and we just kissed. But then I ended up being a psychologist. So, therefore, you know, at, at some point, you know they've got something on the side. But, anyway. Well, you know we all think we got it. That's our mentality, right? We think that it should happen that quickly because we're all that. And that's part of the problem, right? Yes, men will go there, ladies. I mean, here's the thing. You'll, they'll never tell you no. 
They will, will you? You'll never say no. That's what the guys said now, in the man. podcast. They're not going to say no. I would like to add something here. So Brad is my sidekick. And, you know, we always talk about can men and women be friends, right? Can men, and everybody always says no, right? You are setting me up. I can feel it. I'm not. I was really just going to say, like, we are like siblings. We fight like brother and sister. We are a perfect example of we, there's absolutely no chemistry between us. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Hey, not Tommy, romantic chemistry. Can you chemistry. get this spear out of my back? Well, we can do this together without wanting to do anything else. So I feel like women and men can be friends. And I feel like that's important. That's an important thing to say. We've you, also known no. each other you for... You say no? We've also, okay. we've also known each other for like 10 years. So it's not like we just bumped into each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's been a, a long But we process. never dated. No, I mean, you asked me out a couple of times, but I told you no. Okay. Yeah, whatever. So you say that you and Brad can be friends. So, but if you were in a relationship with a man and he was in a relationship with a woman and y'all went out by yourself or hung out all the time, that's not appropriate. Would you agree with that? It depends on what we're doing. If we're doing this and we're doing work, that's different. But I, I definitely, that's a, that's a fine line with friends, the whole friend thing. Can I jump in here? Yeah, and people with, I hear this with exes too. Oh, yeah. Can, can, but, what, okay, so Brad so wants to talk. He wants to answer. If that's an issue, there's a security with the other person that they need to deal with that they're not secure enough in y'all's relationship, that that becomes an issue. Because if you're as solid as you're supposed to be in your relationship, hanging out and doing work stuff should work. not make a difference. Not work. Yeah, but we hang out doing work. I mean. But he, she's talking about like going to bars and hanging out as friends. Yeah, with that's, the opposite that'd be a little sex. odd, I think, yeah. too, though. I don't so. think, so. personally, I'm a girl. I don't, I don't think it's appropriate, but. I think if he invites you, if you're invited and it's open, there's not hiding anything, that's fine, right? Teen, quite, okay, she has a reply. Yeah, I, think oh, we're, we're I will come. Thanks. I just think that when you know who you are, um, you can be friends with anyone. I mean, I've gone out with men and just know that they were not for me. And I've I ended up being like brother sister with them. It doesn't mean that you have to be in a relationship. You're interested in each other. You can still be friends with them. But um, for, I, I just think it all comes back to being really confident about who you are and where you're at in life. And I hear a lot of people talking about um, this is just I'm very old fashioned. We, we have so much in common, extremely, which I love. I think we're kind of outdated, but that's OK. Um, I think that when you know who you are and whose you are, you will not just allow anything or anyone in your life. You just won't go there. Um, and you won't be sleeping around, and you won't be having sex. And the men will wait, because if you honor yourself and love yourself enough, and you just don't cross that, that boundary and that line, there's something to be said about holding out for what God's got for you. That's just me. Amen, That's a sister. great way to wrap it up. I love it. 
This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.